profit is not cash. I'm conscious saying I'm going to launch a Facebook ad today. Everyone can only handle racing. I feel like we need to stop putting ourselves in restrictions. What do you actually want out of your business? You're listening to Forest FM, the salon business show with your host, Zoe Galilla Springer. For your industry, by your industry. Returning and new customers are obsessing over brands like never before. But with the wealth of options and buying opportunities on and offline, our relationships with the brands we choose now go as deep as those with our closest friends. Whether you're prioritizing getting more clients, zoning in on retention and rebookings, or focusing on increasing your margin, there are typically seven key steps to creating and maintaining a booming salon business. You're looking at making every visit count, supercharging your brand, maximizing your online presence, strengthening your strategy, motivating your team, being authentic and inclusive, and making well-being work. Now, at least four of these can be achieved through content marketing. But what is content marketing? What does such a strategy involve even? Where do you start? Should you delegate? Do it yourself? These are all very important and valid questions we'll be tackling today. And who better to do that with than Ben Lifton, the founder and director of Content Queens and best known in the hair and beauty industry for inspiring and empowering freelancers and business owners to create engaging digital content, which converts social followings into loyal paying clients. Strategy is just a fancy word for a plan. If you've got an idea of the type of content that you know works and that you want to create, boom, you've just got yourself content strategy. Easy peasy. Content can be, traditionally, content marketing is blogging and doing um, search engine optimization, which 100% is. But, you know, content also means a website, pictures, videos, social media, captions, um, anything that is a visual representation of your brand. We can sit there and think, oh, that salon or that person's always posting. They're doing an amazing job. Like, Amazing. Their time is now. Great. Cheer them on. Um, but your time will come. And, you know, <laughs> go easy on yourself. Don't compare. There's enough space in this world for enough salons. The hairdressers will always be relevant. Salons will always be needed. Content Queens is an education company for the hair and beauty industry, offering online step-by-step marketing courses, covering everything from video editing to photography and Instagram to branding. Through his company, Ben has worked with over 2,300 hair and beauty professionals worldwide, equipping his clients with the tools, tips, and tricks to grow their brands by executing design, content creation, and social media marketing initiatives. So welcome to Forest FM, Ben. It's really nice to be able to introduce you to the Forest community ahead of your upcoming webinar. Now, I hear a lot of your clients know of Forest already, but it is the first time we are concretely collaborating. So uh, a warm welcome from all of us here at Forest. Thanking you. Hello, hello. Nice to uh, virtually meet you. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It's always nice to connect. It's always nice to connect. So I guess I'd like to start today's conversation by talking about your experience as a content creator. Some folks might know that alongside being a fully qualified hairdresser, your career marketing had you working three years um, for the Jamie Oliver Group. And even further back from there, you were working PR in the music industry. So you've got like a varied background. Did the love for branding, marketing, PR come first? Or was the love for the hair and beauty industry? Did that come first? Like, how did how did this all unfold for you? It's 
I mean, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> so it's a bit of the situation of the duck or the egg. Um, for me, I started working in salons when I was 13, um, just being the little Saturday boy. So young. So young, I know. And, um, and I always hadn't, I distinctly remember the first time I fell in love with hairdressing. It was with a stylist called Kate and I was watching her do a full head of highlights. So a client had brought in a picture of Leona Lewis and was just like, I want to look like Leona Lewis. And Kate did an amazing job of making her look just like Leona Lewis. And oh it was, and I remember that so distinctly um, in my head um, of her putting all these beautiful little packets of foils in and choosing all the colors. And I just found it so fascinating and magical. Um, and if I'm honest, uh, because where I grew up, I was really blessed to go to a really good school. Um, and I was able to be creative at school. And that's where the kind of branding, photography, design kind of side of things came about. And I decided to pursue university and just keep as creative as I could on the side, still doing hair, mm -hmm. um, just as a kind of hobby. Um, and yeah, and my career kind of landed me into these amazing positions um, with the music industry. And then also, like you say, with Jamie Oliver, which was an amazing opportunity. I bloody love that job um, <laughs> and that team as well. And then, yeah, just an opportunity came up to start working with hairdressers, hair and beauty professionals. And I've literally never looked back. It's one of those situations where, you know, when people say, yeah, I just fell into it. And I literally did just kind of like two worlds kind of came together and mm -hmm. You know, there was such a gap in the market for helping hair and beauty professionals make their stuff look good. Yeah. You know, make their brand look good. Um, and, you know, it's down to a lack of knowledge because no one's taught them that in college. No one's taught them that as being a salon owner. Mm -hmm. So it was a gap in the market and I'm happy to be able to fill it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it seems like you're having great success with it. And you just launched Content Queens, what, about a year ago now or a little over yeah. a year? Yeah, so um, the official launch was June 20, no, first, July 1st, 2021. Oh, so and you're coming on to your first year anniversary then. Yeah, exactly, oh, exactly. But I've been working with lots of, um, lots of hair and beauty professionals prior to that for the past yeah. four years in total, um, just under a different umbrella um, name. And so I, yeah, launched Content Queens last year and it's just gone from strength to strength, really. It's really awesome, really exciting. And uh, yeah, it's just been an, a whirlwind. And I'm kind of just now like, okay, things are calming down a little bit and it feels, I'm really proud. <laughs> well, that's good. And it's good that you can take that time to to appreciate like, you know, what you've done. Cause it's, I feel like it's mm. so easy, especially nowadays. And especially in like the content world, you're just like, go, go, go. And then you don't take the time to actually embrace what you've done and how like mm. how far you've come and the nice things and the, the impact that you've had and stuff. And so it's it's great that you have the time to, to reflect on that and appreciate that. So, yeah, um, you spoke about the Jamie Oliver group and how that was an amazing job. Were you still working on the side in the hair and beauty industry mm. or was that like was there a, 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 a moment in time where you parted ways with the industry and then? came back to it i always was doing people's hair on the side like mm. the second you mention that you're a hairdresser everyone whether it's a ceo or an intern they're just like oh what would you do to my hair and every hairdresser and their dog out there knows that question like oh okay what would you do to my hair um nothing because i'm off duty right now sweetheart <laughs> so uh pipe down um <laughs> so yeah no i would always i would always be doing friends hair and just staying as creative as i could on the side of those jobs um but if i'm honest i actually haven't really done hair in in a while since setting up the business um mm. 
I did more hair when I was out of the business, which is weird thinking about it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it that keeps you motivated and so passionate about the hair and beauty industry? If I'm honest, it's my clients. I've been really grateful for my clients recently. Um, their ability to learn, their willingness mm. to learn, their gumption to crack on and just get on with it. They are the reason why I do this. Like, they are so talented. And when I see them send me, I'm, you know, it, it just gets me so excited just when they send me a message being like, Ben, I've just got a new client because of that post I put out. Or Ben, look at this. Like, look at, look at this uh, branding that I've just done. Or Ben, look at the website that I've just created. So I'm like, yes, go you. I literally love it. I literally love it. I'm so proud of them. And that's why I've stayed in this industry because it's, it's a brilliant industry to be in. And it it's always evolving. It's very creative. Mm -hmm. And I do really, really love it. I really love it. Yeah. So my goal here today is to get the Forest community hyped up for your webinar, this upcoming webinar you have with Forest. And in the hour-long session, you'll be exploring ways for salon owners to grow their business with content marketing without the meltdown, which I, <laughs> I really love. Um, amongst other things, you'll be myth-busting social media, explaining why content marketing is needed, sharing foolproof systems and processes for successful content creation, and you'll be talking about time-saving content hacks. What part of this session are you most excited about? The myth-busting, because there's so much scaremongering out there, and there's so many opinions out there, mm -hmm. and we as humans, let alone hair and beauty professionals, we are so accustomed to just absorbing these things. And, you know, I've got proven track record that, a lot of the things that are said out there that you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to be successful or have a successful business and brand is just absolute claptrap. So I am, yeah, and I think that once people start to overcome that and debunk some of those myths, then yeah. they'll be like, oh, okay, I can actually crack on with this. This is, this is doable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when we talk about content marketing, I feel like a lot of people think, oh, well, like that's just social media kind of thing. But it, 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 it encompasses so much more than that. So what is mm. your definition of content marketing? So one of my first um, agency jobs in London was working for a content marketing agency. And I remember auditioning. I remember interviewing for it. And I had no idea what content marketing was. Um, and they were basic. And I live to this day repeating what they told me. It's basically you bring your product or service to market through the form of content. And content can be, traditionally, content marketing is blogging and doing um, search engine optimization, which 100% is. Um, but, you know, content, content also means a website, pictures, videos, social media, captions, um, anything that is a visual representation of your brand. And that is content marketing. And, yeah, that's where I stand on it. And everyone should be given the opportunity to to try it and give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Obviously, you know, creating content takes time. It takes a lot of like intention and mm. just like understanding what your audience wants, what they need, um, what works, what doesn't also visually mm. speaking and stuff. So um, are there ways that you can kind of alleviate that like pressure, I guess, to 
to be doing this full time? Like, is just like you hire a salon manager, for instance, is the solution to hire someone to do this full time? Or is it possible to do it as a salon owner still running the operations? Totally doable. I I work a lot with salon owners and that is one of the main objectives of theirs is to be able to do it rather than to outsource it. Cause A, if you outsource it, you're paying someone and mm-hmm. B, if you're relying and alternatively, if you're relying on a member of staff, let's be real, that member of staff will at some point leave um, and you're back to square one. So you kind of need to learn it for yourself and it's totally doable. Avoiding mm-hmm. burnout is something that especially I see in the hair and beauty industry, they just go and go and go at a million miles an hour constantly mm-hmm. yeah. and it's 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 bonkers and you know at the end of the day it's a service service provider and they're providing a service to other people and you know the last person they usually look after is themselves and it's it's important to acknowledge burnout you know i've recently hit absolute burnout i'm sorry to hear that and acknowledging it and no it is what it is you know setting up a business or you know managing clients it's it's always going to take a strain on you and I empathize a lot with them and burnout's not fun at all. And you just mm-hmm. have to work out and you have to build in those boundaries and be like, okay, well, what content can I create? What content does actually make me money? <laughs> um, because yeah. there's a difference between making money from content or just grooming your and soothing your ego. And, you know, if your objective is to soothe and grow your ego, fine, you do that. But everyone that I work with wants to increase their bottom line. And that's what we do when we work together and create the amazing content that we do together. Right. So when you're working with salon owners on their content marketing strategy, is that the main objective you set targets against, like creating great content that increases the bottom line? Or are there um, clients that come to you with other types of objectives? A hundred percent. I think that the worst content strategy tend to terrify hair and beauty professionals, which I completely understand. Um, and even for me, I'm just like, oh, I should probably have one. Um, <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, strategy is just a fancy word for a plan. If you've got an idea of the type of content that you know works and that you want to create, boom, you've just got yourself content strategy. Easy peasy. And building Content feeds into marketing and marketing is, again, like I said earlier, bringing your product or service to market. And that's the most important thing that you're constantly putting your brand, your your product or service in front of people. And usually, actually not usually, always, my clients are the most innovative. I've got one client in particular who comes to mind, Danielle from Olivia James Hair Salon. She is so creative and so innovative with, with her ideas. And I'm just like, oh my God, this idea is amazing. Like this, everything that you're doing and saying is, is fantastic. And she constantly comes up with innovative marketing initiatives. So when someone wants to go that route, of course, I'll, I'll help them. But if someone's objective is just to learn how to edit a video properly and how to take pictures properly, Equally, that is a perfectly fantastic client for me as well. So like when when a client comes to you, what are the first steps that you advise them on, like to develop this whole plan? Because, you know, I feel like saying as long as you have an idea and a plan, there you go, you've got it. It, Mm. It's kind of it can still feel very vague for Mm. um, maybe some people that like a lot more structured Mm -hmm. kind of frameworks i guess (laughs) absolutely i think the first thing is to always strip it all the way back to the foundations Mm -hmm. like with hair and beauty professionals think back to their training days they didn't go in on their first week and do a full scalp bleach and tone they learned how to decant shampoo into a bottle and learn how to wash hair you know it you can't go zero to a hundred overnight um and that's where a lot of clients come to me for the first 
first session they're just like yeah i want to do reels i want to do this and i'm like you can't even take a picture hun like calm down so let's take it step by step shall we um and we work with photography we work with you know composition we work with lighting then we move into video then we move into you know whether that's on reels or tiktok then we move into higher level marketing and it all starts to come together And it's it's that fear of being like, oh, I saw so and so do this funny reel. I should do it as well. And it's like, well, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it, if that doesn't feed into what you want to be promoting about your business or your brand, why would you do yeah. that? So, um, again, another thing that I do love about the hair and beauty industry is that they um, they are very. Uh, they want to do everything and I'm here for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Working with an abundance of ideas is truly a blessing. Um, it makes everything so much easier and fun. Mm. So mm-hmm. when I talk about social media and content on Forest FM, I always like to ask for concrete examples because yeah. I feel like it makes things feel maybe a little less abstract. Mm. And since I'm sure you have a, a pretty wide range of businesses and folks you've worked with, can you maybe share the account names of one or two hair and beauty brands that, in your opinion, do content marketing? really well Mm. so that people that are listening to this right now can go and have a peek put a visual aid on what we're talking about of course so i'm going to plug my uh, my clients because they're amazing um the first one that really pops to mind is the gorgeous girls at vine so they're in a really beautiful place called tunbridge wells in the uk and they are incredibly incredibly talented and they have really, really worked incredibly hard to really hone in on their visual, their identity. And, you know, they are just having to bat off new clients. They've got so many new clients coming through to them because they, you can clearly see when you, I know when you land on their page that, you know, exactly what they offer, you know, exactly what you can expect. And, you know, they're charging their worth, which is really important. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, so, so Vine for sure. And their attitude towards, creating and motivating their team to create as well but you know the owners the co-owners uh jenna and faye they both uh they both do an amazing job of creating the content and training their team to create the content for them um which goes back to a point i mentioned earlier which is you have to learn it yourself to then teach your team about it um, and not be relying on the team for that beautiful content right um the other one that really pops to mind is a lifetime client of mine. She's called Faranaz, and she's got a salon in Manchester, totally opposite to Vine, um, which is a really good thing to show that, you know, a lot of people might think, oh, but then you'll, you'll make everyone look the same. Not at all. Like if you take <laughs> Vine and you take Faranaz, Jesus, you, they are very different, very, very different. Farah's attitude is that she's got a great attitude for start. She knows how to do this stuff inside mm-hmm. out now because I've been working with her for four years. And she is an absolute treat in a dream. And she's trained her team now. And she's passed the baton on to one of her team members that I work with because Farah can pick it up like that. You know, she can, she can do everything that we need her right. to. But she's decided to delegate, which is really amazing. So she delegates to a member of staff to to do a lot of the stories um, and help with a lot of the content creation. And, you know, that's, it's a really great system that they've got in place there. Really great system. So those two in particular, obviously all of my clients, I would shout them all out if I, if I had time. Um, But uh, those two in particular really pop off in my opinion. So without diving into the myth busting social media, because that's what you're looking forward to the most in your upcoming session with Forrest, Mm -hmm. what would you say are the maybe top five must knows for content marketing or creation in 2022? So the top five 
content creation tips. Oh, okay. So I would definitely be saying uh, video first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really invest in your branding and your identity because it makes your life a hell of a lot easier. People who are just like, oh, I'm going to do a bit here, a bit there. It's like, no, just spend the money, get a good designer, get a beautiful brand established and your life is plain sailing from there on in. <laughs> Um, 100%, 100%. And um, content creation as well. We need to be upskilling ourselves on video editing software um, on your phone. That doesn't have to be like Adobe Premiere or Final Cut Pro or anything fancy like that. It's, you know, one of the millions of video editing apps out there. Um, going easy on yourself, you know, knowing that you are not some of these influencers out there who have got teams of people creating content for them. Mm -hmm. You know, you see all these educators out there who are churning out three or four videos, really good videos every day. That's because they've got an assistant filming them, probably someone editing them and then potentially posting them as well. Yeah. You know, they just have to actually do the work. So that is completely unrealistic for anyone to think that they can achieve on their, on their own. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless you're going to hit burnout. Um, and stop comparing yourself like and your one. content, yeah. which is the hardest thing to do, isn't yeah. it? It's really, really hard. But the sooner you, you put the blinkers on um, and you start to actually just focus in on your business, that's where you really see some growth, really see some growth. Because, you know, whether you've had a member of staff leave your salon recently uh, to go self-employed, which seems to be a really big thing in the UK, for example, or a member of staff has gone to an old, uh, a salon down the road or there's a new salon in the area. Fine. Mm -hmm. Absolutely fine. I heard a quote from Pink, the singer who I bloody love. And she said that when she was coming up in the music industry, obviously it was like her, Britney and Christina all at the same time, right? Yeah. And her manager sat, sat her down and was just like, look, there's enough room in this industry for everyone. You know, no one's going to dominate everything. And I thought, wow, that's really true because we can sit there and think, oh, that salon or that person's always posting, they're doing an amazing job. Like, amazing, their time is now. Great, cheer them on. Um, but your time will come. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> go easy on yourself. Don't compare. There's enough space in this world for enough salons. You know, the salons are probably one of, along with, you know, carpentry <laughs> and builders, they're the last jobs that will ever go out of, out of fashion. That's true. You know, whether Web.4, Web.9 or Metaverse, whatever it's going to be called next, the hairdressers will always be relevant. Salons will always be needed. Yeah, 100%. Well, Ben, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for your insights. Um, I obviously can't wait to see all the registrations for your webinar come through. Uh, but through Content Queens, uh, you also have many courses industry professionals can take. So can you maybe tell us about one of your favorite courses or perhaps your most popular one? Absolutely. So my signature course is called the Content Creators Camp. If you head onto my website, it's under the one-to-one -one course tab. Um, and that's basically I handhold anyone through everything. Um, it's a really bespoke training course that will take you from zero to absolute content superhero. Simple. Um, and everyone that I have put through it is doing incredibly well. And both of those uh, salons that I mentioned earlier, um, who, by the way, both use Forest, um, they, uh, they've obviously been through it and, um, and they're doing fantastically. So 100%, the Content Creators Camp, if you feel lost and you feel like you've just gone on so many free courses or you've tried other memberships where you feel like headcount, you know, just have a little look and, uh, and let's get chatting. Perfect. 
Well, how can, um, first of all, how can people find you online? Like, where can they, where can they find all this information? How can they get in touch with you? Is the best way through Instagram or by email, through your website? On my MySpace page. So, um, <laughs> so uh, my website, yeah, www.contentqueens.com. It's spelled Queens, K-W-E-E-N-S for sugar, because... <laughs> I don't know, I was drunk one night when I chose my <laughs> business name. I'm not going to lie to you, Zoe. Um, and I was like, that sounds great. It does sound um, great. So, <laughs> Queens with a K, a KW. And um, everything you need to know is on there. You can hit me up on email. You can find me on Instagram, however you want. Perfect. Well, Ben, thank you so much for spending the time with us on Forest FM. It's been a blast. And I really appreciate your time, like I said earlier. Absolute pleasure is mine. Thank you so much for having me. And shout out to all of you hair and beauty pros who are listening. Iliasm, and go slay the day. Ciao. To get all the information on Ben's upcoming webinar with Forrest, make sure that you follow our social media accounts on Facebook at Forest Salon Software, on Instagram at Forest Salon Software, or at forest.ukie. This is a webinar specifically for the UKIE audience, so make sure that you follow that account specifically. But ahead of the webinar, and this is maybe for those of you who are not quite sure how your salon's performing in the digital world currently, you can take Forest short and simple online health quiz to find out where you're out doing the competition and what your technical Achilles heel is. You'll find the link in today's show notes. Thanks for listening to Forest FM. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. As always, you can head over to forest.com forward slash FM to catch all the latest from the show, as well as check out the links and resources mentioned throughout the episode. And if you've got any feedback, be sure to let us know. Send us an email at forestfm at forest.com. Brought to you by Forest Salon Software. Forest FM episodes air weekly, sharing inspiring stories from the salon floor and amplifying community voices all over the globe. In your salon, we're at the heart of it. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z, Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Great music makes great moments.